This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are those new headphones, Neil? Uh, no, I'm just, uh, they're around the back so that I can move oh, okay. Right on. Okay, cool. Well, um, it's Matt, stash. should I do that? No, 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 no. no. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's do this one. Let's do this one. I like this one. Hi, this is Brittany Spears, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. And also check out Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neil, girl! Out here, just a little bit sweet, brother. Oh, welcome to the shoe. My name is Jonah. Ray Dio can make it, uh, but Cash Hartzell is here. Hi, everybody. Cash Hartzell here. And Neil Mahoney is here. I'm always here. You're always here. Never missed an episode. Um, Except two or three. But yeah, let's put it lightly. Uh, sometimes you miss them in the middle. Uh, <laughs> our guest for today. Oh, boy. Uh, you've seen his work in the regular show. You've, uh, this is loud. You've seen his work in the regular show. You've... Uh, heard him uh the past i don't know seven years mm -hmm. uh that uh i've been doing the past the chord end of the year music special with the sklars on their their thing and all that so uh please everybody welcome mr matt price thank you for the audio claps catch it's easier to say them these days than it is to I, look them. i'll take them anyway and get them nowadays yeah. Uh, Matt, thanks so much for coming. You used to have your own music podcast with the Whale Cave. I did. I have Whale Cave, yeah. Still available on the internet. Can't get rid of it. Can't scrub it clean. You cannot scrub it clean. They've tried, but they can't do it. Yeah, it can't. Uh, so you, you were, uh, you wrote on the, uh, we met like because of the Sklars. We were in a sketch together. Like you and oh, I, yeah. my first time on TV ever was um, because Bart Coleman uh who you know was my guardian angel in the world of comedy in the beginning um he cast me in a sketch with uh, where you were playing a high five coach for the cheap seats program yep uh, you were that high five coach uh, and that's when we met so that was uh almost 20 years it was like was that your first time like how long wow that was actually your first time doing uh, on tv or yeah that was my first time on tv and that was the uh yeah i had been doing maybe stand up for maybe about six months at that point well, okay that was my next question okay because yeah. you, you moved here so you moved here six months prior uh no i i moved here uh in 2000 i moved to la in 2001 but didn't start until okay. 2002 wow i was scared sure scared. we're all scared jenna we're all scared uh but um, then uh you went off to have a, a, a great wild. career you you were in the TV set, one of my favorite movies. 
Um, <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about the, someone was asking me about uh, like, like, oh, do you watch Succession? And I was like, no, my family on my dad's side had a business that when my grandfather died, everyone turned into monsters trying to get the money that was left over. <laughs> yeah. And so when I watch Succession, I go, I don't need to see this uh, happen. And he's like, oh, that's why I can't watch the show episodes because he tried to do an American version of his show, The Inbetweeners. And he said it was oh, the same. It yeah. was the same situation, and so it's triggering to him. I was like, "Well, then don't watch the TV set because it's kind of a similar." Yeah. yeah, I've talked to a lot of people who saw the TV set, and they'll they'll tell me that story. They'll be like, "Oh man, I had a pilot about my parents, and then now it's about a dog." You know, it's just like, <laughs> but it's the same. Yeah, the TV set's pretty. It's funny. Like it's pretty real. It doesn't really have a crazy twist. No, it's it just, just plots like, along like how yeah. it's going to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like this show got twisted around by TV executives and what a bummer that was. Yeah. And it's essentially David It's starring David Duchovny playing um, what would become Dan Harmon's uh, story uh, in a way. <laughs> just like he's this like bearded guy that just kind of mm-hmm. starts throwing out his back. And then uh, Sigourney Weaver plays a uh, you're in the, like a few you're all your scenes are with Sigourney Weaver. They're all with Sigourney Weaver. Or she told me to call her Siggy, which I never did. Whoa. <laughs> what? Siggy? Yeah. That seems like a trap. Exactly. <laughs> I could never call her Siggy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that just seemed impossible. So she yeah. tells you that, and then she goes over the first AD and say, hey, this guy is getting a little familiar. I want you to watch out and call him <laughs> yeah. out. It and just watch him. the fireworks happen. Yeah, see that little man over there? He's calling me Siggy. <laughs> but it's the only reason she asks that is because you wouldn't stop calling her Ripley. <laughs> exactly. What's up, Ripley? <laughs> Let's do this, Rip. Yeah. Um, but no, then I you want to. I did usually what I do, which is I, I called her nothing. I just was like, uh, hey, like, hey, nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah, I just, I was so like in awe of her. I was just like, uh, do you want me to stand over there and say those words? Like, it was just no. I couldn't address her as a human. Yeah. She was, She's an entity. She's so iconic. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you went and wrote for regular show for, I think, the whole, the whole time, right? The whole time, yeah. And now, you're, and now you're, on that guy, you're on JG's new show. So, yeah, JG's new show is called Close Enough, which just premiered on HBO Max, or premiered uh, in July. Uh, and now I'm actually writing on Final Space, which is a show uh, in its third season on uh, Adult Swim. I think it'll be on Adult Swim. Nice. They all hop around these shows now. They do. Yeah. They move from yeah. place to place. Place to place. When I started seeing um, Comedy Central stuff uh, show up on HBO Max, I was just like, I wonder if the Meltdown will show up. And I don't think it will. It, but, uh, I do. Why don't you? I think yeah, no, it'll show up. I don't think they've put, they haven't put any of their stand-up shows. And I know it's like, a, it's like you know, it's a very specific stand-up show. But I don't know. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe when Kumail's Marvel movie comes out, then, then they'll pop it up there or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they'll probably say, like, from, you know, like, Kamel's Meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, you'll uh, get screwed out of it. It's the Meltdown with Kumel Nanjiani and friend. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you're, uh, you're, you're a huge music fan. You keep up with music. Um, I try and, to. Yeah, yeah it, it, gets tough. it gets tougher. I remember just... It, you you slip up for one moment and then like all of a sudden there's like 17 new genres and and bands that have been like established in that genre for you know what seems like the get-go so it gets yeah, and a lot of like a side project of a side project yeah, yeah. 
Well, I remember when I first heard like uh, Jeff Rosenstock, you know, who's been on the show, but I was just like, I was like, oh, this it's crazy. There's this guy that just has his name and he's like a punk star all of a sudden. Everyone's like, well, he, you know, because he was in Bomb the Music Industry. I was like, I, I don't I don't know what that is. Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, they were a band for years. I always feel like you and the Sklars are like punking me when I go on past the court, like, cause you'll reference some band, like you'll be like, Oh yeah. And he was in tabletop and then he was on a, you know, <laughs> dashboard spray the channel. And I'm like, yeah. you're just making those bands up <laughs> to see if I'm like, Oh yeah. I love uh, dashboard spray the channel. You're like, that's not a band. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's that gotcha podcasting that I'm famous for. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, you do love those. I do. I do. Um, well, we're going to call you the Ashton Kutcher of podcasts. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You got gotcha'd. Yeah. Gaucho'd. You got groucho marxed. Yeah. Um, Steely Dan gaucho'd. Yeah. Did anyone ever do a character uh, groucho marxist? Did, it, did that ever happen? <laughs> the Marxist brothers? Were they just trying to? No. It's too yeah. hot. Someone's too hot it now. for the, yeah. yeah. At the yeah. time, I don't think that would have been gone over well. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we are going to take a break with the song. We come back. We'll have more Matt Price. We're going to be playing a uh, 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 a quick one, um, a submitted track, uh, an artist that calls himself George Bailey. And this one is mm. called Crawling Out of My Skin, a quick little bitty. But if you want your music featured on the show, email it to us, Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. And maybe we'll play it. But here's Crawling Out of My Skin, George Bailey. That was a nice, quick little ditty. I like very, that. Very, very appropriate for the times. Yes, yeah, definitely. Right. That was George Bailey said like the character from the iconic film. <laughs> I know what you did last Christmas. Um, <laughs> that uh, that's wait a minute. Hold oh, on, that, that's not the. Um, that would be a great way to resurrect it. I gotta say, throw it into a Christmas killer movie. I think that's oh, a good. Bl- get Blumhouse on the horn. He's got COVID. Jason Blum has COVID. Yeah. Oh, wow. Won't slow him down. That guy's got his office in a van. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's that, a, that's might, that, that makes him a vector, I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, uh, Matt, this is the time. So here's the thing. You know, with the show we do, the Pass the Court show we do with the Sklars, yeah. it's, a, you know, it's a year-end wrap-up. It's, it's kind of what happened there. About, but this show is more concerned with the here and the fucking now. Yeah. And we address that in a segment 
that we call Music News. Oh, uh, that's right. It's a segment called Music News, where we illegally use a Thin Lizzy song mm-hmm. to roll into uh, what's going on in the world of music today. All right. Yes, back today. Yeah. So, Cash, what do we got? Well, we got all sorts of stuff. We got Rolling Stone. We got, oh, you, uh, we, we got uh, Pitchfork. We got. Uh, oh, you use pitchfork. I never used pitchfork. Did you not? Did you not prep anything? No, I did. Um, okay, great. great I was great. choosing. I, I would tabs. also. Use, I would also use metalinjection.net a lot. They always had a lot of fun stuff. I, f- I found some. Found some good stuff there. Well, yeah. uh, All right, bibliography. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of books put it at the end. We put our <laughs> right yeah. at the front. Yeah. We just tell you the links, and then you you catch up on it. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Just read oh, links. Yeah. You just you're go. Like a, oh, like TTP. Yeah, this one's really good. You guys, yeah. <laughs> well, over at pitchfork.com/news/slaterkinney's <laughs> Harry Brownstein to write. They say Slater Kinney's Harry Brownstein to write and direct a heart biopic. That's right. The uh, Portland, uh, the the North Pacific Northwest takes care of their own with Ooh, the story of the Seattle Sisters. <laughs> Uh, being brought to uh, the screen by a uh, Portland sister. It's um, uh, Carrie Brownstein wrote a movie, uh, has already made a movie and is writing the script on this one. Um, I auditioned for that movie. The, uh, I auditioned for the last Carrie Brownstein movie uh, three times. It was uh, it was it was the same. It's the same Vincent movie that Carrie Brownstein wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. Um, very upset that I didn't get in because I was like, here's my shoe in. I look like a guy that would be in a band. I actually play the drums um and then it didn't it didn't happen wait that movie starring saint vincent mm-hmm. yes what is it cool. it's in the story here it's uh that would have been amazing to be <laughs> sure oh cool yeah of course yeah yeah well it was selected for the 2020 sundance film festival i and... know that cash <laughs> but you don't you don't think he's had his fingers on the pulse of this thing yeah it was birthed Jonah yeah. Huga, do you know who got the part uh, did not recognize the, it wasn't any kind of comedy. Like, was it people. a drummer? Like, what, is that, you know? I think so. Yeah. I think it was an actual, like, like a musician that could act. Was it I Dave Grohl? No, no, no. Okay. You know, it was one of those, it was one of the, it was like, I, when I did know the name, it did make me feel a lot better. Uh, cause I was just like, you know, it's like when I was checking, like I saw the announcement on variety and I was like, please don't be Adam Pally. Please don't be Adam Pally. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't like Adam Pally. It's just that. Right, it's you know. sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If it's a drummer, you could be like, "Oh, okay, well." Yeah. Oh no, Todd Berry. <laughs> <laughs> right. I play drums. Yeah. I like. Um, I I heard that uh, Anne Hathaway has already pitched herself as uh, Nancy Wilson, but Nancy oh, Wilson oh. is not uh, not not great. Uh, not 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 completely sold about that. Further. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It says in there that Nancy Wilson's like, hold on a second. <laughs> no, that was that was I on a casting side. ideas. Oh, yeah. that's a little hurt. Yeah, well, I think she was a little, you know, it's like, no, Anna Hathaway, everybody thinks you're a bitch for some reason. I'm not gonna. I don't think that you should play me. Uh, do people think she's a bitch, or do people think she's just cheesy? Um, I've heard both sides of that spectrum. Oh, okay. Um, Did she kill a guy with a car? She did kill a guy. Yeah, I thought that was Matthew Broderick. Also killed a guy. Also killed a guy. Yeah, oh. in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Well, so he's cur- he's cursed now. I'm not sure if you know the lore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's not up for that part either. Then yeah. he's got a banshee following him. 
You think yeah. Matthew, Did you, you notice that you... divorce didn't get a third season? That's the Irish curse <laughs> that Broderick brought upon his family. <laughs> I only learned about the Irish curse when I got to college. Yeah, before that, you weren't cursed at all? No, it's like a thing about like guys from Ireland have small dicks. I learned that from uh, 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 what's the uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, really? They make that joke in Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Oddly enough, they were filming Goodwill Hunting in front of my dorm when I moved in. <laughs> Is that where you, were you standing by uh, Video Village and you just overheard the Irish curse? Is no, that, no. Oh, okay. Some girl from Medford yeah. said it. And, uh, Neil pitched the then apples joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, uh, to go with the downer of Matthew Broderick killing somebody, Guitar Center files for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. But before well, that, yeah. they have a memorial, a memorial Day sale that you will not believe. <laughs> memorial Day? Now, is it they always like just June? <laughs> yes, it is, Neil. That's, that's part of the joke. It's just it's a ridiculous. They're always having a big Memorial Day sale, and they pipe it up for months. Well, apparently they're still paying their employees and want to, did, want to continue to do so through bankruptcy, which is... Uh, a lot cooler than uh, other For sure. stores. So where like, where will guys go and just noodle on guitars all day now? <laughs> I mean, they've to, been doing it. Noodle Town over in uh, <laughs> Sherman Oaks. <laughs> you know, I went to Guitar Center before in the before times um, to get my daughter uh, some drumsticks, mm-hmm. and the drumstick purchase could have taken all of thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. The drummer salesman was pitching me like the bands that he was in and where they were playing. Wow. And that I should come see the shows and stuff. Um, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, fuck, I really, I would, I would love to see that guy show. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, when you, now you got to go to uh, the pro drum shop on Vine, which is right next to Stein on Vine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A drum shop that's been there for like 50 years because those guys have long since given up on playing in bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they probably don't have the malt, like the cool rainbow drumsticks that my daughter really wants. That's, that's possible. They did have a, a huge selection of drumsticks. And I do, uh, my favorite part about going there was that like, you know, I used my card and they still have like the kachunk machine. To do the, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, all very, yeah. Oh, uh, that's, that's fantastic. Well, hopefully Guitar Center will, will be there when uh, we all come out we should get some new mics oh, yeah. we should blow They're up probably having, having i mean i i don't i don't need a new mic i don't well there maybe I it do. works guys no i get it i like that bit yeah that's a, it's it but the thing is it doesn't really work on zoom because you just assume that it's zoom cutting out <laughs> right <laughs> I, you're saying i'm too good an impressionist that's fine um bob dylan musical cast is going to reunite for a facebook event guys did you know there was a bob dylan musical that they could reunite from because i did not bob dylan musical cast so uh, it, it's like uh like a jukebox musical kind apparently of thing? road to the north country which i think he said a lot um yeah apparently there was a bob dylan musical uh and there if you feel like it december 15th at 7 30 eastern time you can go back and watch the cast answer stories about what it was like to be in a Bob Dylan musical. Wait, it was it was a was it on the old Broadway? Or was it, was. It, it was. It was Great White Way. Great White Way. What? Uh, yeah. Um, um. Every time I try to do a, a Bob Dylan impression, it just turns sounds more like my Norm Macdonald impression. <laughs> <laughs> They're both from the north. Um, 
That's true. One's well, yeah. One's Minneapolis, and the other is Toronto. So I guess uh, that Norm Macdonald musical did not go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> hey, Although, uh, flatline. Uh, Although that that moth joke song was amazing. Uh, Such a payoff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's the curse of the wiener dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it was nice. Uh, okay. I just caught him in the People versus Larry Flint the other night. Very small role, but I was like, wow, Norm MacDonald had like a really weird straight acting career. That's right. How'd he do? He was great. He yeah. played a, a, a NBC news producer who uh, Larry Flint sold the DeLorean footage to. <laughs> that was the beginning and the end of his yep. yes. acting career. Norm Macdonald had a, an amazing music joke. Do you remember uh, one of my favorite SNL jokes when he was on the news? He said, uh, uh, number two in the, uh, t- wait, what was it? Oh, no. <laughs> number one in the uh, music uh, top, uh, top 40 uh, this week is uh, Better Than Ezra. Number two, Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I wish, I know it's not the thing, but he's like, and number three, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. (laughs) (laughs) If only you were on staff. (laughs) Uh, Guys, uh, here within music news, a structured thing, I'm I'm making a case for another structured thing that I'm going to call David Crosby answers questions (laughs) on Twitter. Uh, the, the David Crosby, as we all know and love, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, all those. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I needed, it felt like it needed some kind of thing. Um, he's great on Twitter, uh, and uh, so I'm just going to read you some of the sort of one-word answers that he's given to fans' questions over the week. Mark Sidot asked the David Crosby, "Are you able to explain the feeling you get when you come on stage and before the lights come on?" To which David Crosby replies, "Excitement." <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Cross ask it's Mivic on Twitter. We don't need to know the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. don't need to give credit. I, well, I, just, I yeah. want yeah, to give, give attribution. Can I get the exact handle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I might want to follow some of these nerds. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate. Chocolate is his favorite ice ice cream. <laughs> basic. Wow. Basic bitch. Uh. Somebody asked, Cash, was, for these one word answers, this segment should be going way faster. Jerry Garcia's impact here? Question mark in 144 characters? Question mark. Get serious. <laughs> Somebody asked, did you share the herb? David Crosby says, certainly. And uh, after not, and somebody says, after not. Nine months of not playing live, I'm about ready to walk down the street with my acoustic and just start playing songs for the folks who live in my neighborhood. David Crosby says, me too. That was David Crosby <laughs> gives short answers uh, to questions from the fans. Uh, you can call them stupid questions oh. without uh, paying David Letterman, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, uh, I would like to read you uh, a review of the new Liam Gallagher's uh, Christmas song that he's put out um, from Liam Gallagher. It says, all you're dreaming of is an instant classic that is perfect for this time of year. That's your Liam Gallagher review <laughs> of a Liam Gallagher song. Yes. And, I can't wait to hear it. It's good. Uh, I like it. 
I, I have it here, but uh, I think Jonah has the sound. And you're the that... host. You're the host. You're able to. If you're hosting the Zoom, you could take that oh, from me at any time. To, I'm going to do that then, guys. <laughs> just like yeah, you did last. Scared. You did the same thing last week, Cash. Just like you did last week. This <laughs> and Liam. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> wow. Sorry, hearing porn. How many special people Christmas? You <laughs> jingle bell the business. While the morning waits with a field of stars. So keep the dark at bay. Take your spotlight underneath the moon. Sometimes a miracle is all that can carry you. Oh, why? Voice is sounding good. Are you dreaming yeah. Is it the kind of love oh. that'll be there when the world is at its worst? Take it that over that Mariah Carey fucking joint. Yeah, he's, he's definitely making a break for it. When you're losing ground, still tell you that you're worth. So is he just trying to recreate the, uh, the love actually situation where he's he'll, like he'll get naked or something like that on a... I, I think it's uh, I think the, the Christmas single, the English Christmas You can turn it off now, Cash. Okay. The Christmas single is English Christmas single is just a it's such a way to throw off all the cynicism of rock and roll like that everybody gets to be sincere for one song every year or overly sincere or something like that yeah. we don't have i will it. argue that it. it's completely insincere <laughs> yeah i was actually wondering if that is for liam gallagher sincere or if he's posing as a sincere human uh yeah i, I mean wonder. his his last two albums had a ton of really sincere stuff he's not like he slags off a bunch like when he's being interviewed but his his lyrics are, uh, for the most part, like pretty sincere. Mm. So. Look, I'm all—you know me—I'm—I'm I'm all down for the slow, sincere, earnest ballad. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it. Well, it's about that time of the show that we got to take a break for a song and an ad. Um, this next song, uh, sent to us by the band Inspector Thirty Four. Uh, they have a new album coming out. The pre-order uh, for vinyl is up there. It's on their Bandcamp, inspector34.bandcamp.com. This song is called The Grey House. And uh, <coughs> they, uh, they, they have like a, a they, they describe themselves as kind of having like an all-over kind of rock thing. They're from Lowell, Massachusetts, home of Matt Myra and The Fighter and, um, and a crack epidemic. Uh, uh, but uh, this is off of Love My Life. We've moved on to opioids over there. So. Oh, good for them. Um, but this has got kind of a uh, you know like weirdo uh, rock Zappa vibe. And if you haven't checked out the Zappa documentary by Alex Winter, it is a fantastic rock doc. I highly suggest everybody check that out. But here's the Grey House by Inspector Thirty Four. More radio when we get back.
Hey everybody, it's Cash. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You're a total badass, and what you wear should only accentuate that fact. Me Undies truly believes in empowering self-expression. Their pledge for 2020 and beyond is called Me Undies Gives, an initiative that supports those who have systemic barriers to their self-expression. By shopping Me Undies, you support causes as LGBTQ plus communities, mental health and well-being, and women's rights. Let me ask you. What underwear are you wearing at this very moment? Do you feel like you're sitting in a heaven cloud? No, should you reconsider? Well, here to tell you about sitting in a heaven cloud is me undies user and podcast impresario, Neil Mahoney. Neil, thanks for joining us today. Hey, I'm, I'm so happy to be here. I, uh, uh, I don't frequently endorse any product unless I'm an actual user and I am a me undies impresario. I like, I love it. Yeah. What, what is it you love most about the undies? Is it the fit? Is it this, the bold style that you keep under your normally placid clothes? Is it well, like the I, party on the inside, the, the <laughs> boring business meeting on the outside? That look no, that you my have party from? is definitely on the outside and it's a shitty party, but on the inside, it's even more restrained. It's a, I, I go black on black on black. Okay. I do black t-shirts, black underpants. Uh, and uh, I, did, I did a sea change. I, I got rid of every piece of underwear that I had I brought in the me undies and it's just like a regime change. Wow. It was great. It was like a, like a junta. Yeah. No, American soldiers living in palaces built for Kings. It's yeah. I, everybody's familiar with the, the post uh, desert storm of it all. Well, me undies offers different prints, different colors, different styles. If you want to go black on black on black, like Mr. Mahoney, you can do that. Or you can go fully express yourself in your own unique way with, Things like hummingbirds or like Rolling Stones lips that have like vampire teeth, if that's your thing. All sorts of stuff. MeUndies are available in a range from sizes from extra small to 4XL. So it could be undies for you or it could be undies for you and your neighbor if you feel like doing that. MeUndies believes your butt deserves comfort inside and out. That's, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, that is, that is in the copy. It be believes you and your butt deserve comfort inside and out. Well... Which is why they created the Me Undies membership. It's really just a great way to love on yourself. Each month, re replenish your basics with styles that are anything but basic. Styles that let you be the truest version of yourself, right down to your core. Enjoy discounted pricing, controlled shipping, and exclusive early access. You know, you can get early access to underwear. Uh, you, here it says, love your butt and get the membership. I already love my butt, but I... I'm black on black on black. I don't need these special things. Like I don't feel I have a deficient personality that I need to make up for with my designer underwear. Well, that's and the thing. Uh, me undies is not just underwear. It's socks. It's other apparel, accessories. You can do gift cards if there's somebody in your life you're like, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know a lot about you, but I do know your underwear stinks. Um, <laughs> so they, they've got face masks now. They've got gaiters. They've got tote bags. They've got things called buddy bands. It's all pretty cool. What's a buddy um, band? I don't, you know what? I'm going to click on it and I'm going to find out. Buddy bands, I think they're maybe for dogs, perhaps? Yeah, so it's... Oh, you yeah, could, like bandanas. If you want to match your underwear with your dog uh, collar, you can That's do that with MeUndies. Uh, they got robes. I know you were excited. They, got, they even got onesies if you're looking for that, uh, you know, yeah. onesie party that I've never been invited to. So, but just for listeners of Jonah Radio, MeUndies has a great offer. Any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. You can get your 
25% off your first order and free shipping, you go to meundies.com slash Jonah. Neil, do you remember what, that, what I just said? Meundies.com slash Jonah. All right. With an As, H. With an H. And remember, not only is Neil Mahoney the president of Jonah Radio, um, he is also a client of MeUndies. And I also um, eat trail mix and, uh, yeah. All right. Back to the show. Woo! I crumba. This is Bart Simpson, dude. You're listening to Jonah Radio. Hey, all right. Thanks for the ad. Hopefully it wasn't for the military. And thank you, Bart Simpson, Nancy Cartwright, for calling in and giving us your wonderful voice. Uh, <clears throat> that was Inspector 32, 4, I can't remember. 3. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Neil. <laughs> uh, we're, we're still here with Matt Price. Matt, Hello. you liking the music you're hearing? I do like the music I'm hearing. What do you listen to uh, lately? You know, it's funny. I was going to ask you if you've been doing what I've been doing musically. Well, you get sent a lot of new music. Um, mm. So what I was going to ask you was if you're finding solace in older music that you liked, that's maybe more comforting, or if you're still sort of seeking out and loving new music. And again, I know you're in a particular situation where you get sent a lot of new music. Uh, for the most part, I, I you know, I've been exploring more and I think I need the brain stimulation. Um, mm. And so I've been like going down rabbit holes and looking for lists of stuff and listening to a lot of like new punk stuff, but also kind of weird electronic stuff as well. Um, but then also going and looking up stuff that maybe I missed up back in the day, you know, I go, sometimes I'll just do and go into Spotify and just go, you know, like uh, Cambodian garage rock, you mm. know, and then yeah. you kind of find that stuff. But uh yeah, for the most part, just trying to, but it, it is funny though. Like I'll have times when I'm feeling down and I think like this has revealed itself here and there for um, all of us when we do that past the court thing is that like, it's like times where we, we've had maybe a rough year or something like that. Like there's a certain, like there's like a, our comfort genres are the songs that we pick. Yeah. No, I remember you talking about Oasis was one like for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ago, just into that. Yeah, I think it was, it was like, I kind of like got into it and then like there was, you know, like, and then like my dad, uh, like passing away and then like, mm -hmm. I kind of just was like, I was like, Oasis is my thing. This, yeah. you know, just kind of <laughs> got way into it. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's, uh, uh, but uh, this is a good time for anyone to talk about any kind of comfort music, I guess. Oasis was your Oasis. It truly was. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I was. So I was doing like a, like you're saying. I did a deeper dive into like like I I didn't know that Dylan did an album of covers in 1972. That I was like, oh well, I'm gonna listen to this for a week, and then I and you brought up David Crosby. I didn't know much about the Laurel Canyon scene, so mm -hmm. there was a great documentary about them. Echoes in the Canyon. Well, there was that, but there was another one about Laurel Canyon. Mm. Um, David Crosby has opinions on which is better. <laughs> I, well, does he for real? Yeah. Oh, he, I assume. He, oh, go ahead. Tell me what it is. No, no, no. I want. I want to hear what you assume. No, first. Cash. I want to know. No. Um, <laughs> my assumption is he was painted. Well, in his the documentary about himself, I assume he would like that better because it's all about him. Although he's painted like a real jerk. 
in that, that one. Oh, it's like he's just at the end of it, like, where did all my friends go? It's like, well, you <laughs> yeah. a piece of shit your entire life. Yeah. And the favorite part is when he like uh, he's look he's at the Laurel Canyon Market and he sees a picture of Jim Morrison. He's he's like Morrison, what a dork. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I have another grilled cheese? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So I would guess Cash in this game, I would guess he'd say, I'm going to guess he'd say Echoes in the Canyon he liked better. What uh, he, 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 thought, uh, he thought Jacob Dylan made it all about himself. Oh, well, um, that is true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Let the kid have something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Do you think... One of my favorite songs from the 90s from Jacob Dylan. I love When Headlight. I think it's a great song. <laughs> Do you think Bob Dylan has ever played a Jacob Dylan song? Like sitting around oh. with a guitar, and then he's like, ah, let's play yeah. some old folk songs. And it's, it's, like, it's oh. cold. It feels like Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> feels like just a beat up truck. It's not how it goes, Dad. I just tried to do it again, and it happened to Norm MacDonald. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Peter we can drive it home with one headlight. <laughs> <laughs> and then just lean in for like a minute. Yeah. Headlight. Headlight. And OJ Simpson is a murderer. <laughs> you guessed it Frank I've also Stallone. been doing a deeper dive I mean I was always a big Prince fan but he just has been releasing he has, his estate has been releasing so much of his music that it's yeah, I've been getting way into the vault the Prince vault yeah uh, Cash you like moving back up to your hometown of Santa Cruz have you found yourself uh, revisiting stuff that maybe like you were listening to when you were growing up there does that did that happen sometimes like an environment can really uh... yeah uh i i listened to robin the hood the middle album by sublime about 35 times last week um it was interesting it definitely brought back memories there is something about like matching especially driving around my my old hometown matching the 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 music that was popular when I lived here to mm -hmm. it is, is interesting. It like, it's like the combination of the two things adds up to memories. It's weird synaptic effect um, where it's like, I never would have had that memory standing here if that song wasn't played. Um, yeah. But I'm also working in uh, a uh, fucking um, grocery store. Uh, sorry to swear. And uh, they have a very, um, homogenized 90s music station that they play so i have been hearing a lot of the music that i grew up with that i did not like during this oh interesting uh, so you find cool. yourself having a soft spot for it now no because it's <laughs> it, it's so short thing, answer we were we were uh, i was having this conversation with somebody at work the other day is, is like it's not the that like i hear a sugar ray song and i go back to the summer of like 97 <laughs> and think about those memories i think about every fucking time i've heard it heard a sugar that sugar ray song in the last 35 years or the last 25 years where it's just like it doesn't have a it's not connected to my youth it's connected to every time i've been in a place where i didn't control the music every yeah. fucking 7-eleven every every retail operation that is just like we're gonna turn on 90s music it yeah. just has the feeling of shit now, of like neil, every situation yeah neil uh you just recently took a trip back home too and you yeah. you had your drop top jams but uh <laughs> like did you find yourself listening to stuff from back in the day when you're driving around or yeah a little bit it, it was more of like uh I'd, I'd have a shuffle going and then i'd go oh you know what i want to hear this song and then i would look it up and if i didn't own it i could apple music you know download it and uh 
But um, <laughs> uh, the Neil, <laughs> I just like how like how you're still trying to grasp streaming music. <laughs> I can Apple Music download it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah I, I don't know like yeah it's just been much more specific where like i I've, I've been just like i've been watching movies all day every day like in the background is like a soundtrack and then uh every once in a while i'll be like oh i want to hear that song uh kill jill from <laughs> you know uh killer mike from two years ago and then i'll just listen to the one song and i'm like yep that's all i needed and then back to, you know, fucking... You don't really Friday like Night music Lights. is what I'm finding out. Finding uh, out? We've been doing this for a while, buddy. <laughs> I love music. It's just, uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. Listen like the, to it. The record on my turntable is uh, Island Ski Mask. And that was uh, put on last week, so... That's a good album, that yeah. Ski Mask. Um, what, yeah, when I'm, when I'm back in Hawaii, I'll, I'll listen to, like, the, you know, the Hawaiian, the Hawaiian station. And they just play all the stuff that I grew up listening to, which I would have never wanted to listen to when I was there. Or uh, like traditional Hawaiian music? Yeah, traditional Hawaiian music, but also like, uh, you know, the Jawaii music from my youth of, uh, uh, you know, of like that kind of reggae Hawaiian music from the uh, 90s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Nothing. Like, you know, I did make a playlist for uh, uh, my friend uh, who just moved out there. And like, I was like, here's the stuff I grew up hearing on the radio. And he was just like, he was like, some of this is real bad, but my wife loves it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cash, is there any other music news, uh, or should we get into today? Well, I, I just, you know, the Grammys, uh, Grammy Award nominations were last week, so I just want to hit some some of the best uh, the best categories. Just give you a quick rundown. Uh, best spoken word album uh, is Flea, Acid for the Children, a memoir. Alex Trebek, the answer is by Ken Jennings, Rachel Maddow, uh, Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. And Charlotte's Web with Meryl Streep. So look forward to those. Comedy. It's very really weird that, like, out of the Grammy nominations, you chose to do the one non-musical. Uh, what are you talking about? To... Flea's on there. Ken Jennings is musical. No, he's not. Oh. Not at all. Ken not Jennings. one iota. Uh, well, Kenny Rogers. I got a, I got him confused. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Uh, those are two different people. Yeah. Uh, all right. Rogers. You love music too much, so much. You tell me the five best musical theater album nominees. Oh, what's that? You can't? It's Amelie, American Utopia on Broadway, Jagged Little Pill, Little Shop Horrors, The Prince of Egypt, and Soft Power. Those you know, are... Cash, sometimes when I'm like doing the music news segments for the show, I think about what other people might find interesting that listen mm-hmm. to the podcast. Well, uh, I have some good news for you. Listen? Best compilation soundtrack for visual media, past guest, Bill and Ted, Face the Music is nominated. So how's that? That's pretty great, right? That, that's good. Uh, <laughs> Wait, um, is Jagged Little Pill a uh, Alanis Morissette musical? Yeah, yeah they made a musical. It, yeah, jukebox. It's all based on her music. I don't know if it's her life story, but it's her. It's all songs from. In fact, uh, you know, I auditioned for the role of Dave Coulier in that musical. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's the Dave only. Coulier got it. Yeah, I got <laughs> out. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, Best song written for View to the, the, the Cats musical. That's it for music news, right. everybody. It's time for this day in music. <laughs> I'm here to help you with your history report. You guys are going to go back in time. Oh, on this day, which we're recording this on uh, Monday, November 30th, in 1963, the Beatles' second album, 
with the Beatles uh, became the first million-selling album by a group in the UK. Hmm. Stayed in the charts for 21 weeks. How about that? How about Fair that? Enough. In 1969, the Monkees made what would be their last live <laughs> appearance for 15 years at the Oakland Coliseum. I didn't know they broke up so fast. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I the the weird San Francisco trivia thing that I love about that the Bay Area trivia thing is. The Beatles' last live concert was at Candlestick Park, and the Monkees' last concert was across the bay in the Oakland Stadium. Because <laughs> oh, the, the Monkees are more real. Yeah, yeah. I, they're a little yeah. more working class. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Some would say low rent, but you know, go, go. Yeah. Nesmith <laughs> wouldn't say that. No, he wouldn't. No. Um, on this day in 1982, Thriller by Michael Jackson was released. Wow. That's a, it's pretty late in the year. And it's yeah. after Halloween. Yeah, how do you release the hollow, the biggest Halloween song ever a uh, week after Thanksgiving? Yeah, what is it, a Treehouse of Horror episode coming out after Halloween? <laughs> you got to get the marketing right. It's Christmas, yeah. come on. Yeah. I, uh, I, I got that tape when I was in kindergarten, and uh, I brought it into school, and then there was, like, the classroom tape player, and I tried to put it in to, like, play, like, to show off for all my kindergarten friends <laughs> and uh you knew how to use a tape player no that i had the the new oh. michael jackson record and uh i tried to put it into the tape player and uh i fucked it up and it just spooled everywhere and like it mm. ruined the tape and that was it oh yeah. and that's why you don't like music right yeah yeah that's why <laughs> i have a grudge against the musical note take that uh, music in death in death news uh of this day uh rob <laughs> palatus uh, Millie Vanilli singer uh, attempted suicide. Um, attempted uh, or completed? Uh, take an overdose of sleeping pills and slashing his wrist. Um, I guess it was just an attempt. At, that's, what, that's just what the news blotter thing says. Okay. Uh, and this day, in 1994, Tupac Shakur was shot dead. Las Vegas, Nevada. 1994, wow. Uh, outside of New York City recording studio. Oh no! So that was when he oh, was no, no, shot. That was, that that was just he was the first. Killed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. There right, was right, right, right. He got right. shot in the dick. <laughs> um, and in 1996, American singer and ukulele player Tiny Tim, real name Herbert uh, Curry, died from a heart attack on stage while playing his hit "Tiptoe Through the Tulips" at a club in Minneapolis. Oh man, that I, was tragic. That's crazy. On the stage. Yeah, because people thought he was doing a bit when he fell down and stuff. Yeah. And then he actually died. <laughs> Birthdays today, November 30th. Alan Sherman made uh, famously Hello Mata, Hello Fada, was oh. born on this day in 1924. Dick Clark in 1929. Let's see, what else we got? Dick Clark, uh, wow. Billy Idol, 1955. Uh, I can't that's... drive 55. Ooh, this is great. Wait, Billy Idol, 65? Uh, that would, yeah, that would, wow. that would be mathematically correct. Wow. Same age as my mom. Um, let's see here. Uh, ooh, Des Ray, singer Your of my favorite. favorite karaoke jam, You Gotta Be. It was born on this day in 1968. John Mayer. No, shit. I'm sorry. That's John Moyer, the d bass player for Disturbed. Oh. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. Yet they still get each other's mail. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although, speaking uh, of Broadway, would that be a great show, Mayor Moyer? Just the two of them talking. 
MoMA. Entertainment <laughs> stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it'd be like that Billy Joel Storytellers Hour. Be like Frost Nixon. And then, uh, and Clay Aiken, born today, star of American Idol. Today? Uh, born today. On this day in 1978, Clay Aiken was born. He's turning 42. Wow, he's old. Yeah. Well, he's already (laughs) ran for congress and stuff he's no billy idol no he he's not. no he's no he's no billy idol but he's almost a neil mahoney gross that's siobhan magnus she was she was a siobhan magnus was a american idol champion and she came from my hometown oh. you guys you guys want to hear some more late evening uh uh grammy nominations the people that aren't really best historical album huh <laughs> Best historical album? How about what best lighter notes? Is the, the cash is the bit that you chose the most uninteresting. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. Best okay, album great. notes. Uh, at the album. minstrel show, minstrel routines from the studio, eighteen ninety four to nineteen twenty six. That's an album of minstrel songs. The Bakersfield oh. Sound, Dead Man's Pop about the replacements, The Missing Link, how Gus Heinchen from uh, from got us from Joplin to jazz and shaped the music business. That's for album notes. <laughs> and then this has been we sites. dare you to listen to this podcast these guys don't get to be on tv they should get some publicity they're doing you know, the, the lord's that, work that's a good point there was a lot of uh a lot of people were upset about uh the weekend not getting nominated mm-hmm. and um yeah, like the weekend it is it is funny though because like the 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 arguments are always like hypocritical of each other uh where it's people go like the weekend sold the most, blah blah blah, and then like, uh, but then someone else will get nominated. And they're like, it's it's like, and people want to say, oh, it's about how much you sell. But then when it's someone who sold a lot but didn't get nominated, it's not about the art. It's like this weird thing where yeah. they can't seem to yeah. really decide on what makes them hate the Grammys. It's almost what? like the music industry has no uh, basis in reality. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But if you won, so Joni, you're in bands. You're, you, what, and you, I, I don't know what your opinion of the Grammys is, but if you were nominated for a Grammy, what, what would you feel? Like, how, how would you, I mean, I'm uh, just curious. I mean, like, that's weird. <laughs> but would you go, I mean, assuming we can go to things in the future, would you go in an excited fashion? Or sure, you- I mean, it's a, like, well, it's, it's such a weird experience, right? You know, like, uh, I wouldn't expect to, like, ever be in a, a, a group that would ever, you know, have that i've never like that's just never been like i've never been into the kind of music that of course um, wins, uh but there's so many categories now that's true you know? uh yeah what if you read some kick-ass best lo-fi notes? pop punk album category <laughs> that's a huge category now yeah comedy album comedy, comedy album, album. Yeah. that's what i love it's like when people are like uh words are stupid and then they're like nominated for a grammy like this meant the most to me this was yeah <laughs> my crowning achievement yeah i don't know i don't know like it quickly uh, turns is my point i'm just getting you ready for it oh okay, uh, yeah yeah well I, it's funny because like like i think you know maron's been talking about that where he kind of goes like he's like i feel really happy with my accomplishments throughout my career and my life uh, but like he's like but i realize i would like to win an award at something i've never <laughs> got like an award at a festival or uh, like 
a performance in a show or a movie or you know like he's like he's like or any of his books or shows like he's like oh, I, I they they do well and i'm very proud of them but an yeah. award would be kind of nice at this point it's not an accomplishment yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> He'll, he'll yeah. just have to be satisfied that they're going to name shit after him after he's dead. That's like, that's, there's going to be a Mark Marin podcasting award Mark or something at some point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that, that's news. Um, that is news is it is the last day. Oh, I'm sorry. It's two weeks left uh, for the entry deadline for the Ambies, the Podcast Academy's uh, first annual podcasting awards. It costs $100 uh, if you're a member to submit our name. It costs $175 if, you don't, uh, if you're not a member and you want to submit our name. So get those over to the Ambies. That's called the Ambies? The Ambies. As an amb- ambient, like yeah. you're not paying attention <laughs> while you're oh. fucking cleaning your kitchen. Huh. <laughs> What's Best that short for, the Ambies? Awards for Excellence in Audio. I don't know how that gets to Ambies. Yeah, that's, what? Yeah. yeah, that's. Terrible. I'm going to the website. We, uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. But you know, feel free to <laughs> submit. The Ambies, I'd love to see the uh, the ASMR folks give their acceptance speeches. <laughs> I'd like to thank. Oh, yeah, thank you. That was well. Matt, thank you so much for uh, joining us. On oh, thank you. So um, it is uh, time to say goodbye. Um, is there anything you want to plug while you're here? Uh, let's see. Close Enough is on HBO Max. came out recently. So that, I, I wish I could plug a show I was in live. <laughs> I cannot. Um but that's you it. doing I'll, any of the uh, improv streams? You streaming toward? You're improving towards your computer. You doing anything like that? No, I'm gonna do a show in 2000, in the next year, in a, the next year in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I believe it will be called Resumion, and it's gonna be like an improvised movie reunion show. Oh, that's oh, cool. fun! Because all the movie reunion shows I'm fascinated by. You know, as you were talking about one earlier about Bob Dylan. So we'll get a, some sort of topic and a bunch of people come on and improvise a, a movie that doesn't exist, a reunion for a movie that doesn't exist. That's really funny because you everybody establishes what the movie, oh, that's, that's a great exactly. idea. Yeah, so I think it's going to be called Resumion, although that doesn't really roll off the tongue because I'm saying it. <laughs> but uh, I can plug that for the future. That'll be, that'll be happening sometime, hopefully in February. Yeah, we can listen to these for years. Great. So if you're um, listening to the past February 2021, yeah. go back and listen to them. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we'll be doing our, uh, our Oh yeah, we have our, our thing in a couple of weeks Which I yeah. always look forward to Yeah, definitely um, I learn a lot on that show It's very, very fun If any of our listeners ever uh, want to check that out It's like uh, we, uh, me and Matt is Our friend Jay Logic and the Sklar Brothers Do an end of the year Like our, fa- our three favorite songs from that, from that year That we record And we've been doing it for about seven years uh, I guess at this point it's, Which is yep. insane to think about Can uh, I silently sit in again? Uh, only only if uh, Jake Fogelnest is there again. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jake. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, if you liked any of the songs that you heard on the show today, be sure to check them out. They, you can uh, get their links in the show notes. Um, uh, buy their stuff on Bandcamp or follow them on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, a little bit goes a long way when you show appreciation to the people uh, that you uh, like. And I know a lot of people don't have money anymore, so even you know, just uh, just show someone that you care. 
Um, and we want to thank our uh, our associate producer, Dan Angler, for all the great work he does um, on the show. I want to uh, thank uh, the Toys That Kill for the opening theme song. Um, Moon Patrol for our artwork. I want to thank Cash Hartzell for being incredible. Best contemporary blues album. Uh, have you lost your mind yet? By I take it back. Live I take it back. Paramount, Ruthie Foster, I, Big I Band. fucking take the back juice, what G-Lo's I just got said. an album out. The Blackbirds, Betty Levette, and up and rolling by the whoa, North whoa, Pieces whoa, of the whoa, All-Stars. whoa, hold on. Where's uh-huh. Special Sauce? Uh, no, Special Sauce has been cut to it's just G Love now. Mm. Oh boy, Special Here's Sauce a got canceled. Documentary for you. What happened to Special Sauce? <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. <laughs> Best uh, documentary album. What happens? Yes. <laughs> uh, be sure to check out Alex Winter's uh, Zappa documentary. Um, and Neil, any movies that people should watch right now? Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, just uh, put on Showtime. And just let it roll. <laughs> All day. All wow. day. Uh, we're going to uh, wrap it up with a song from our friend Philip John Taylor uh, uh, from the band Pause. Put out a uh, solo album that he... Uh, wrote and recorded Hello. while in uh, while in quarantine at his place in the Highlands of Scotland, um, and it's called "Gone to Hell." Uh, uh, thanks for listening to Jonah Radio, uh, and be sure to check out my uh, my other podcast. Let me watch your movie with you, which is a uh, um, a, a podcast. that's also a film commentary track where I have people on uh, and why I watch their movie with them, and then you can sync it up with that stuff. Uh, coming up this uh, Friday, we have. Uh, Derek Mears, and we're watching his uh, his 2009 remake of uh, Friday the 13th. It's a lot of fun. It's a good conversation. We just had Alex Winter on for Bogus Journey, so check, check it out. Uh, and then this is it. And then thank you, everybody, for uh, listening, and thank you guys for being here. Thanks, Matt. No, thank you. Uh, we're going to play the song now, so if you want to leave, feel free. Hey. <laughs> now I don't know what to do. Yeah. We won't be insulted. Anyway, this is from Essential Maintenance. Um, Philip John Taylor. Gone to hell. Thanks for listening. Thanks.
This is Rivers Cuomo, and you're listening to Joe on the radio.